0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Are you guys ready?
2: Yeah.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, repeat after me. Abracadabra, one, two, three
3: abracadabra 1, two,
1: 3 now it's time to see what we see
2: now it's time to see what we see if you don't mind I will begin at the beginning it's a new day, let's get going One, two, three. 2, 3 ah! I don't know how many
4: of you have heard but there's a flesh-eating virus going around
5: yeah, it's called music and there's only one way to get a vaccine, and that is
6: to play it. It's tricky to rock a rhyme, to rock a rhyme that's right on time. It's tricky. How is it? It's
7: tricky, tricky, trick. Here we go. The fact that you exist and are made in the image of God, a sentient being, and the space-time continuum makes you a super creature in the entire vortex of this dimension. So that.
8: I've got your
6: personal cheesecake right here, Ginger. Come get your f***ing cheesecake.
4: <laughs> Don't bogart that joint, my
2: friend.
9: Pass it over to me. This is a time bomb. Don't bogart that joint, my friend.
10: Pass it over to me.
3: Don't behave like a dickhead.
1: And now... You know what uranium is, right? This thing called nuclear weapons and other things, like lots of things are done with uranium, including some bad things.
11: Our feature presentation. Best words.
10: hmm <sighs> That's all I know. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 8th of
12: June. You guys remember the hockey times? Oh, uh, they were so good. They were so good, right? Yes, they were. Tell me about your evenings last night. How excited were you? Is it
10: October yet? Is it
3: October yet?
10: <laughs> um, I will really wanted Washington to win because of uh, Ale- Alexander Ovechkin. and well, He's a player who's been playing forever. He's played and- for 13 years, and I think for seven of those years, he was the point leader. So right. he was the best player in the NHL for seven of the 13 seasons, and way up there for the other ones.
12: More than 1,100 games, and he finally got to hold the Stanley Cup above his head.
10: And there was something about it. Maybe the ownership is different in this particular situation, but there was something about him playing for Washington and not leaving Washington to go get a cup, but, mm-hmm. but figuring out a way to stay there and get a cup. Right. Now, it's possible, you know, when you talk about Kevin Durant or people like that, it's possible that their ownership was never going to get them a cup, so that in that case they do move, but it was kind of cool to see. And yeah. when he won... Man, it was
12: exciting. Allie, you enjoy yourself?
6: I did very much. First of all, just Doc Emmerich. I, I could listen announcer. to him
12: do
10: yeah.
6: anything all day long. I yeah, love he's him He's one of so the best
10: broadcasters much. in sports history. Although I'm sure. not a great fan of the word uh, sachet,
5: which he He seems loves to, to say sacheting at <laughs> the ice. It's amazing.
6: Uh, last <laughs> night he likened uh, something to pudding. I mean, he <laughs> is a gentle, gentle spirit. It was wonderful. Ovechkin, he's... Phenomenal. I don't know if you saw the interview. I um, retweeted it on my um, Twitter as well of TJ Oshie talking about his dad.
12: And this won't surprise you that I pulled that for this morning. Out. Oh, oh, please play. You want to set it up and I'll play it?
6: Well, his dad has been having um, a lot of problems with dementia and oh. Alzheimer's. And his. Concern... Diagnosed
12: with Alzheimer's at 50, by the way, his
6: father. Yeah. So Gosh, it, he was concerned sad. that he may not even really remember something like this. But then they, they caught him on the ice and chatted with him after the game. Here's TJ.
8: My dad, uh. Oh boy. He doesn't, uh. He doesn't remember uh, a lot of stuff uh, these days. Um, he's trying very hard not to remember. He remembers try. enough. But I tell you what, he's here tonight. I don't know where he's at. But uh, this one will stick with him forever.
11: You can yeah. guarantee that.
12: And then his dad oh. did come down on the ice and get a chance to stand there and hold the cup with his son. Oh. And his dad was his, his coach when he was playing hockey as a kid and, it, you know, as a teen. So a very special moment for those two. Yeah, and that is I, awesome. I, I suspect that TJ is right and his father will remember that.
6: I hope so. Hope so, too. Yeah. Yeah.
12: That, was a, that was beautiful. So congratulations to the uh, Washington Capitals. And by the way, uh, uh, as everyone has said... Las Vegas certainly has nothing to feel bad about. No, <laughs> what, no. what, a what a story. Crazy history. What a season, right? Ridiculous. Hey, I know we got a lot of show today. Do we have time for a
5: real quick how does the story end? Sure. Hit it, Steve. How does the story end? My friend, friend, how does the story end?
12: I don't know what the odds would be of this happening, but a man named Matthew Bailey was pulled over on a New Jersey road last week in the Kingwood Township. How
0: does this go? Nope, Not yet.
12: <laughs> Not yet. Is, this, is it a BS ticket, by the way, if you get pulled over for tinted windows? Yes. How do we feel about tinted windows? Yes. I feel like it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I feel I feel like it, it is uh, inconsistently enforced. Mm-hmm. I think there are there lots of be- Lots of people all over the w- country, all over the world that have 10 windows. Most of them don't ever get tickets, but every once in a while somebody does. And I always wonder if it's they're just looking for a reason to pull you over. I mean, it's also
10: it's a fix-it ticket, right? So you can right. take it off the window and then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. from
12: that standpoint, it's not like points go on your record or anything, but it does seem lame. Exactly. All right. So Matthew Bailey is the driver. He gets pulled over by a New Jersey state trooper named Michael Patterson. How How does this not yet. Hang okay. on. Stand by. <laughs> The two men began talking, and Mr. Bailey, the driver, mentioned that he was a retired police officer from Piscataway, which is probably not how you pronounce that. Piscataway. Boom. Anyone? He's out. Right. Well, I'm sure he brought it up because he was looking for a little, sure, you know, a little, little blue courtesy uh, about you know, trying to get out of a ticket or something. I don't know why the two are chatting. I don't know why it turns into a social visit. And it's not just a, hey, I'm going to go back to my car and write you this fix-it ticket for your windows. But they ch- they chat long enough to realize that they've met before. They met before. One time, 27 years ago. They met one time 27 years ago, and both of them remembered it. Knew about it. Wow. Were amazed to be reunited 27 years later on the side of the road while one was giving the other a ticket. What is... The event that they remember. What is the commonality of these two men that met randomly on the street last week? How does the story end? 27 years ago.
6: We don't have either of their ages?
12: Um, I don't know.
6: I don't know. I
10: oh, what guess. are you thinking?
12: I have a guess. Oh, go ahead.
6: I was thinking that the cop pulled over that guy's mom for speeding But she was going to the hospital to deliver him out of her hoo-ha. He met him that day because he delivered him. Right?
12: Kevin, your guess. Oh, no. Okay. All right. You you wanted to guess. No, that's not not what it is. It could have been, but it's not. Okay. All right. Um, Chip, you got a guess?
4: Oh, God. That was my my guess. But I'll say uh,
3: maybe they were were at the Academy graduation together.
10: First. Oh, good. That's a good idea. Okay.
12: Well, Allie, congratulations, first of all. Shut up. Come on now. The
6: police, the state trooper was delivered by the driver. You stop it. 27 years ago. You're backwards. not even lying. Did you see that? No, but it's. I had it backwards then. No, but you got me. any part of it.
11: Yes. Well, it's ridiculous. I mean, and I was October totally kidding. 5th,
12: October 5th, 1991. The state trooper's mother, Karen, went into labor while shopping at a grocery store. They called the police, and Mr. Bailey was the officer that responded and delivered the boys. And was also stop. the father.
6: Oh <gasps> No, what? and
12: that's why she Not called case. him. Right? Not the case.
6: Smart. Right? Smart.
12: And in case you're wondering, no ticket was issued on this traffic stop, and instead, Patterson brought Bailey home for another reunion, with the rest of the family, yeah, here we go. Not no, like that. No. Here we go. Finally, this is needed. Like I said, uh, what are the what are the odds? That's crazy. these people never didn't know each other, had never spoken since that day. How much conversation did they have to have with <laughs> each other? That's what
6: I'm saying. To, to,
12: for that to come up, yes. Well, th- 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 That's Bailey weird. said, "Hey, I used to be a cop." And the, the the cop said, "Well, I'm from that same town." And then they started. One of them started mentioning the street he grew up on. And then the guy said, "I remember. Well, I delivered a baby down the street from there." He just went on and on. But imagine how crazy is that, right? That's bizarre. Yeah. So that's how the story ends.
0: How does the
5: story Oops.
10: end? Wrong one. Hold please.
6: That's how the story
10: ends. I can't believe Ali was almost completely right yes and
6: totally kidding (laughs) because really how would that ever happen chances right (laughs) all
10: right let's talk about today's kevin and show shall we our job is weird but it's also boring uh we have Keepa 100 because it's friday Mm -hmm. we have roy wood jr comedian stopping by the studio he is from the daily show he's awesome very excited about that we got a brand new scientific survey we need your help with uh we you were honest and it sort of hurt you (laughs) It really sort of hurt a bit yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that today. Uh, we've got a Jersey Shore recap with Omar, a brand new internet roundup, and more this morning on the Kevin and Bean Show. We'll take a break and come back with what's happening next. A-R-O-O-O
11: it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
4: It's Friday,
12: you guys. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yay, everybody! Hey, Ali, what's
6: happening? Uh, really, really awful news out of France that just broke about an hour ago on CNN. Anthony Bourdain, who we all know, gifted storyteller, amazing host of Parts Unknown, has taken his own life at the age of 61. He was in France working on an upcoming episode of his award-winning CNN series, Parts Unknown. And his close friend, um, who's a chef in France, found him unresponsive in his hotel room. Awful. Yeah. Awful, awful,
12: awful. So Kate Spade, a few days ago, 55, Mm -hmm. Anthony Bourdain, 61.
4: 61. Two wonderful people,
12: by all accounts, Mm -hmm. whose lives are cut short by suicide. It's just, it's awful.
6: Yeah, they they were going kind of through the whole timeline of his on CNN from... When it started, when he wrote an article for the New Yorker called uh, "Kitchen Confidential" that then got turned into a book. That's when I first found out about him because I was like, oh, he is talking about awful things happening in kitchens, and I never want to eat out again." <laughs> but he kind of had this uh, this quality about him, like a Renaissance man kind of quality. He did a show on Food Network that I don't think a lot of people watched, but then he went over to CNN and did uh, Parts Unknown, and he'd travel all over the globe and taste some of the craziest, most beautiful to really why are you putting that in your mouth (laughs) kind of things. But he would Get to know people and just find out about cultures. And
12: well, that just, was the draw of his show, is it yeah, wasn't just a food show. It was right. a travel show, and it was a show about people Absolutely. all over the world. And he's, he's an amazing thing, and I didn't watch it often, but when I did, he was comfortable in every situation.
6: Everywhere he went, it seemed that he just charmed the pants off of everybody, for sure. So well, That's, he, a, that's uh, a real loss. Yeah, hard. it's a awful thing to wake up to, and you could tell it was really hard for... Um, his colleagues at cnn that had gotten to know him to be the ones to be bringing this news to all of us but um season 11 of parts unknown premiered on cnn last month and i had um looked at his twitter feed and he had just shot um an episode i think a couple days before i should really uh, look that up um I think in Hong Kong, with his girlfriend, Asia Argento. She was directing it. So he had this amazing situation. He said it was just a dream to be able to work with her in that capacity. So it's just all very sad. So again... Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Thank you, Rodney. If you are having any sort of issue, there are people to talk to 24-7. If you want to give a call to the suicide uh, hotline... And, of course, now my computer isn't working to give you that number. Anybody have it at their disposal. Good freaking Lord. Hold, please. Anybody. 1-800 number. No one?
12: Cool. I should know it, but I don't.
6: It's 1-800-273-8255. There it is. All right. Good time for the computer to lock up. (laughs) All right. On to some better news. Donald Glover, right? Atlanta. Yes. Here's a shock. Renewed for a third season. Love it. I don't know. Maybe it was the two Emmys, two Golden Globes, and the best season ever this past one, season two. Yeah. I think they're announcing um, Emmys very soon, and I will be shocked. Shocked, I say. Agreed. If that is not also up for more Emmys just for a show for writing, but also Brian Tyree, Henry, Paperboy, acting his butt off this last season. Really good stuff. And I probably
10: watched the the one with the alligator
12: man. I probably
6: watched oh, yeah. that
10: five times. The first
6: one. <laughs> unbelievable. So and I I think I'll be shocked, too, if he doesn't get a um, a guest starring. Agreed. Emmy. That
12: was uh, Eddie Gresham?
6: No. Uh, Cat, Cat Williams. Williams. Cat Williams. Cat Williams, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was unbelievable. <sighs> yeah, was so good. We're not watching Atlanta. Go back and watch this past season. <laughs> unbelievable. And I don't know if you guys ever watched Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee.
12: I love it. I love that show. I
6: love it too. Um, I was an OG'er back in the day when it was just on Crackle. Okay. Now it's on Netflix. I'm a I'm a Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee hipster, uh-huh. is what I'm saying. Um, but it is going to be back for another season, beginning Friday, July sixth. This season's guests include the late Jerry Lewis. What? What? That's going to be incredible. Just picking him up in a car, going to get coffee, chit-chatting about life. Also, Kate McKinnon, Ellen DeGeneres, Tracy Morgan, Alec Baldwin, again, apparently he has more to say. Zach Galifianakis, John Mulaney, and Dave Chappelle. All right. Pretty good season you got there, Jerry Seinfeld. Nothing, nothing will be better than Mel Brooks. Just sitting there watching Jeopardy eating soup. Again, my dream. It's Sounds like Mad Libs. But. All I want in life is to hang out with him and eat soup. My birthday's next Tuesday. If anyone knows Mel Brooks, can reach out Jeopardy Soup. Birthday's for ya. Rapper Kanye West, TV show host Maria Menounos and actress Juliana Margulies. And that's what's happening.
11: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. <sighs> you see that uh, Foo Fighters
12: concert the other day where Dave Grohl kind of pranked the band and the audience by playing the opening drums of Smells Like Teen Spirit? I did not. You he's know, he, full uh, of pranks, did not he? He's never, <laughs> he You know, he's never played a Nirvana song, and he says he can't even still listen to Nirvana. He wow. says he can't avoid it because it's in, it's out there in the world, and he'll come across it on the radio or in a store or something like that. But he can not still, to this date, all these years later, still cannot listen to that band. He should. It's pretty. They're pretty good. They are pretty good. I yeah. don't think he had the same
10: experience that the rest oh, of the band That's did. a good point. Oh. Yeah. Hey,
12: that's the voice of our producer, Dave, uh-huh. the King of Mexico. He's here for a brand new Kevin Bean Internet Roundup.
6: Yo, K-Rock listeners around
10: Has anyone tried to click their mouse in the air like you don't care? Is that
2: <laughs> not really effective? It
12: would be. <laughs> do anything? We uh, we try to take the best and funniest and uh, most interesting viral videos of the week and put them in one handy location at krock.com or kevindeme.com, including, by the way, the new uh, movie trailers. And this was a big week for movie trailers because yeah. Bumblebee is out. I know, Dave, you're excited yes. about that. Latest Transformers. Also, Lego Movie 2. Ralph Breaks the Internet. You can see all those. Uh, Cardi B is the most annoying person in the world. We've got that video up. <laughs> um, how about that catch at Petco Park the other day, that young woman in the outfield who caught a home run ball. You I mean, her be- it
10: was, it was a foul ball. Oh, yeah. was it a foul ball? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did she catch home it or did it catch her? I mean, it, it, I felt like she it, was just standing there, and the next thing, there was a baseball in her beer.
6: I think there was a uh, bump, like it, it hit something that oh, came up went in? into. It wasn't just directly into her beer. Yeah, it, okay. It but was it was pretty, still awesome. Yeah. it was
12: awesome. And then she's, you know, the crowd's going crazy because of that. And then she drank it, and she just she it drank the, beer with the baseball. baseball in it. Wow. So, so she'll get dysentery or something from that, I imagine. Right. It also
6: helps that she's super hot too.
12: Yeah, I wondered I, how long they were going to leave the I camera mean, on her. Yeah, <laughs> She's almost as hot as the woman who put her boobs up on the glass uh, after the Caps right? the Cup last night. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Mr. Wacky, you guys, I know that we've been talking about it a lot this week, but the video is oh, in the Internet Roundup. And so it's so good. A pop- it's probably the best <clears throat> news video of the year, I would imagine. Oh, oh agreed. Uh, In a
6: long time, maybe Ten a decade. Yeah.
12: <laughs> this is a reporter named Dave Scott who's covering something called the Inflatables Festival, a big family event on Good Morning San Diego. Here's just a taste of it, but please promise me you'll go to the inter- Internet Roundup and watch the whole thing.
1: You know, usually when you're talking about the world of inflation, you guys, you probably notice, is that a good thing or or not a good thing? Inflation. No one's paying attention. I'm sorry, the question
12: again,
5: Dave?
1: <laughs> is is inflation in our world a good thing or not a good thing? It
5: depends upon what the topic generally. is.
1: What are we talking about? Generally, inflation, if you yeah. have an inflatable boat, yeah, that's you see, good Yeah, if thing. you heard the word, wi- you, right? But uh, generally, when you hear the word inflation. Oh, killed me. Not economically. Something good come to mind? For yeah. me, yeah. Yeah. Say no, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> What's going on?
10: Uh, he was not
12: give up on that transition <laughs> between <laughs> inflation and inflatables, was he? There was a uh, big novelty record back in the 1960s called The Name Game. And uh, it's still very popular at kids' parties and whatnot. It was on American Horror Story a couple of years ago. If you know the song, if you don't know the song, it goes like this. The Name So no, it's just it's a way to kind of take somebody's name and incorporate it into the lyrics of the song in a clever way. Right. Well, somebody decided that he was gonna do it with an impossible sounding word with his Google assistant, and it's really unbelievable how good the AI is on Google
5: Assistant. Check it out. Hey Google, play the name game with anti-disestablishmentarianism, pneumono ultra microscopic silico volcanoconiosis.
7: Coming right up. <laughs> Anti disestablishmentarianism, numino ultramicroscopic silico volcano coniosis. Antidisestablishmentarianism, numino ultramicroscopic silico volcano coniosis. Bo, establishmentarianism, numino ultramicroscopic silico volcano coniosis. Banana fan, fo, fantidis establishmentarianism, numino ultra silico volcano coniosis. Fi mo, mantidis numino ultra silico volcano coniosis. Nailed it. I mean, come on, <laughs> right? I don't think right? that's a name.
12: One of the uh, strangest videos we'll ever see is this guy who's singing Africa with a rubber chicken. I don't I don't understand it. And why does he have a real chicken there and as well? And why is there a real chicken? In, <laughs> and, and, and is he trying to create a duet? Is he trying to freak out the real chicken? I, again, it's almost impossible to explain, but if you ever wanted to hear a rubber chicken singing Africa, it sounds like this. <laughs> Why does it...
10: Why, huh? I don't know, but I looked on the side, and he has a bunch of songs, a bunch of videos with that stupid little
12: chicken. All I know is song. he
4: plays the chicken better than I play the kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's very
12: true. <laughs> and finally, every month, I don't know how they find this stuff, but every month there is a best news bloopers of the month video out. And this is the it's one great. for May, and it is great. And they're, they're, they're usually about 10 minutes long. And my favorite part of this month's video... Is local. It's Channel 7 covering a car chase last week or a couple weeks ago. And they lost track of the car that they were following. (laughs) And happens. I guess, like in the Italian job, remember all those cars go under the overpass, and then you don't know where which one is which when they come out on the other side. And that's what happened: is they lost, and they followed this, and they were so confused as to how this guy who they thought was in a police chase just casually pulls into a convenience store and gets out and starts walking in. And you could hear them realize they're following the wrong car in
3: this clip. Is he running out of gas? <sighs> oh, he's. Stopping at like that mini mart kind of thing uh, at that gas station. Ooh, he's getting out of the car. Interesting. Alan. Okay.
6: Well, at least we saw the car door open. Looks like he's wearing a different shirt. I feel like he was wearing a blue shirt before. Uh,
3: <laughs> he's apparently inside that mini mart. I hope to good goodness that uh, hope to God that he's not armed. And yeah, I don't know if the passenger uh, got out of the vehicle. Mm. No. Now, Bruce, what would they do here mm. if he's pulled? He's he's pulled into this. Oh, dear. We might have the wrong car. car. <laughs> okay, so that's You know, that's just one of the deals of this sort of pursuit. It's it a black sedan. There's a million of them out there. And I think, we is might... this our guy again? I think this is our man. We apologize <laughs> that, for that. That's why he was wearing a different shirt. Yeah.
12: I love it. See, because he's a wow. different- different guy just stopping to get a big gulp. That's all that was happening there. <laughs> Great batch of videos. Check them out right now at krock.com or kevinabee.com It's this week's Kevin and Bean
5: Internet Roundup. Those videos were awesome. Now baby, go
12: watch the Internet Roundup. Yeah! It's Kevin and Bean! K-U-R-O-K-K-R-O-K-U. Did they not want to be in the arena last night? Why were they on the strip? Um, Petticoat
10: Disco played before Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Mm -hmm. Final, and I Mm -hmm. believe they were just trying to do it in a unique location as they were right in front of Bellagio where the fountains are, but they were in, like, on a little plank in the water. Okay. So I think it was just an attempt to try and make it interesting. Mm -hmm. I see. Well, visually, it was interesting. It was interesting visually. Visually. (laughs) Unfortunately, Brendan... I don't think he could hear well. I am hoping that's it because we've seen Panic at the Disco so many times mm-hmm. and he's so spot on with his yeah. vocals. Right. So it was really weird like it was they didn't sound check well enough or something went
6: a little bit wrong. And since they were out literally in the middle of water, if something was going wrong a minute before, what is <laughs> yeah, some no, guy no coming out fix. on a little yeah. boat like, "Hey, let me fix your ears." <laughs> Bad situation.
12: It's, it's tough enough to get good sound on live TV. Agreed. And right. then you throw in the elements of being outdoors and being bu- with all that
10: water around
12: you. Mm-hmm. The families yeah.
10: behind him. I thought they've got to be getting misted from that the whole
6: time. Yeah.
12: yeah.
6: And not so, quiet. It was a weird choice. You know? Very it was, weird. It
12: was, a, it was a weird choice. I mean, I I blame them, I guess, for the Golden Knights losing.
6: Well, I would blame uh, uh, Imagine Dragons because they – uh, I
12: would blame the Washington Capitals
10: for uh, that. Uh, really let's let's mostly losing.
6: blame Imagine Dragons, though. They didn't win a game after they performed.
10: So let's give them credit, you mean. <laughs>
12: okay. Yeah.
6: Just we, um,
12: I'm just saying. We did a story a couple of months ago about a lady in New Hampshire. It was a fascinating story. She had bought a lottery ticket and won $560 million. Signed the back of the ticket and then went to collect her money. And they said, Great, uh, what time do you want to do the press conference? She said, Oh, no, no, I, I don't want to do a press conference. I want to remain anonymous. And they're like, Ooh, sorry, rules are you win a lottery, you have to go, you have to give a press conference because we need the transparency. We need people to know that somebody's actually winning. And obviously, it also helps promote our lotteries. So you got to do it. So she sued. She did not pick up her money. Months went by. She did not pick up her $560 million. And she sued and ended up winning, by the way. I don't know if really? you remember that no. Yeah. She was able to transfer the ticket into a trust and her attorneys picked up the money and she remained anonymous as just Jane Doe. Hmm. Well, that was then. This is now. (laughs) And I think, I think we're all worse for seeing what went down in Jamaica. This is a horrifying. (laughs)
6: photo what's happening here
10: so this uh this woman that won i think about a million dollars oh
6: 180 million it was
10: 180 million in her jamaican currency money. Yes. jamaican money which okay. i believe is about a million dollars
6: why you gotta make it about america
12: <laughs> I, mean, I just think about <laughs> <laughs> well i think we're trying to give people the uh, right an understanding of how much they want in a currency they know
6: right
10: um, her name is Anne Gray is the only thing that we know, and she showed up in a mask, an emoji mask mm-hmm. of the Winky face, and she looks creepy. It's weird. So oh, I guess she's
12: she, gonna knife someone,
10: but she just doesn't want anyone to know who she
12: is because. But people who I mean, they know Jamaica. her last. Right. They know her last name, right? And people who I mean, they're gonna people are gonna know she's won a million dollars, aren't they? I I would assume so, yes. And I would assume
10: anyone that knew in her life would tell everyone else they know. So I don't think it's really possible for her to stay out of the limelight. And maybe
6: even more so now that this is news everywhere. It had to be it huge news there. Yeah. It made it so much worse for her. She's like, this was a mistake.
10: Is <laughs> because... the winky face the worst one
12: she could have picked?
6: It's so creepy. It's <laughs> terrifying. It's it really so is. creepy.
12: But don't you think that a million times, no pun intended, a million times more people in Jamaica are going to know about her and winning this lottery because of her stunt at the at picking up the check than if she had just gone up there with a regular face and people just wouldn't even have known her?
10: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, yeah, around the world, I assume mm-hmm. so, yeah. But I, I don't know who she's trying to hide from, her family. Well, I think she's afraid <laughs> of being
12: robbed.
6: Yeah. Oh, being robbed. That makes That's sense. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. The
12: lottery winners, I won't say all the time, but it happens frequently enough. That was why the lady in New Hampshire wanted to remain anonymous. What is it? They pay her in the- ones?
10: <laughs> don't they just
12: make a bank transfer or something?
6: Yeah, yes, but, but they know where she lives. They could rob her house. Oh, There's I a see. lot of stuff that
12: could Yeah, once you wrong. get into the news and they go, oh, she's going to quit her job at the bakery or something. Well, then they know. You know, they know uh, your neighborhood. They know everything. But that's what her fear was. And the weird thing, I don't know if you saw this in the article with this, art- with this is that um, she's not the first winner to do this in Jamaica. This has become like a thing there. Since the super lotto started, winners have been wearing disguises to protect themselves, says a representative of the company. So she's not even the first one to do it. She's just the first one to, you know, come out with such a creepy mask, I guess.
10: That's a creepy looking thing. It is. So
12: Bean, you win the lottery, we've always heard that you're just going to ghost
10: us. Mm -hmm. That is correct. We're we're never going to hear from you again. Not, Not even, hey, I won the lottery. Good
12: luck. Right, I'm not going to come on and share the news with you guys. I just won't be there one morning right. at five thirty, and um, you'll never. Now listen to me, right? Uh-huh. Never, right? Hear from me again.
10: Okay. Oh, so right. since that woman won the lawsuit, you
12: won't do the press conference either. Uh, yeah, that would be my choice. Yeah, depending on what state I win the lottery, and if I can, if I can do that, I sure will. Yeah. You guys are just going to have to assume. I mean, you'll read that it was, you know, b- the ticket was bought at a Circle K in New Orleans. And you go, well, I, I guess that must have been being because we never heard from him again.
6: Right. Well, when you um, did take time off for um, your uh, self-preservation yes. a couple months ago, mm-hmm. a lot of people commented on that. Mm-hmm. Dude, just tell us, he, just won tell the us he won the lottery. Just tell us. <laughs> that
5: oh, that
12: been so much more fun than what it was.
5: <laughs> now,
6: how about
12: uh, you, Kevin? You win the big, big bucks. Then what? Um, I don't, I mean, I've never really considered it. Mm-hmm. Really? So, Even though you buy tickets when it's, when it's a $500 million jackpot? Um, yeah. That's so interesting. I don't you actually seriously. put your money down to buy the yeah. ticket yet. Don't
10: imagine what it would be like to win. Well, you know that your chances, um, against winning are so astronomical. that mm-hmm. Right, that, but you wouldn't buy a ticket unless you thought you had right. a chance. So I had a chance and if I win, then I'd figure out what I'd do. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like I need to spend a lot of time working on something with that small of odds. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a getaway plan like why, you do. Why
6: me. do you hate dreams?
10: <laughs> I don't mind dreams. I just, I'm realistic.
12: Okay. Well, I'm I'm probably probably not, not I got win. a mask mm-hmm. and a beard and a passport. and $1,000 $1, in I'm cash? Ready to, yeah, I'm ready to White go. Bronco. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and Kevin, you have, you have always said, consistently since I've known you, yeah. that you keep your job too, right? For the time being. Come on. But I have the worst attitude ever, because <laughs> sure. what are they
10: gonna do? Fire me? You uh, show up get like fired. You show up at like 8.30 30 right. in a bathing suit. <laughs> drunk.
12: Why
4: in a
5: bathing suit? Why, why a bathing suit? <laughs> because because
12: he can. Because he can do whatever he wants. He, he can, can come, do in a, that now. come in a Come <laughs> in a rope. <laughs> in a bikini <laughs> That's it's, I
11: a bad example. <laughs> it's the kevin and bean show K-Rock.
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay. I just wanted to mention uh, Jim
10: Rome, our friend, is up mm-hmm. for the Radio Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It will take you just a second to vote, if you would. Just text the number 800 to 96000.
12: Just text okay. the number eight hundred. That's it. You vote. No one deserves it more than Jim Rome does. Agreed. That's for sure. Hey, it's a uh, Friday morning on the Kevin and Bean Show, ladies and gentlemen. DJ Omar Khan. Hey,
5: is hello. hello, guys. Great. Last night was Jersey Day. Right. That's right. And uh, let me ask you guys. You guys, you guys are into TV, and you guys uh, know a lot about the Emmys. How many, <laughs> sure. how many Emmys has the Jersey Shore one? Do you think? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm guessing. You mean total? Yeah, total. I'm going to say none. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, this year my friends. Oh, is this the year? They're going to win all. (laughs) Okay? Because last night there was drama, there was sad cry, there was laughter. (laughs) The arts. I I couldn't watch past 15 minutes last night because it was so good. I just had to be, you know what? At this point, guys, I am out because I didn't want to like Destroy what I have just seen. It, it was like it was a just, chocolate it was just,
12: that was too rich
5: and, Could, Okay, couldn't take another bite. When you see a movie that changes your life, oh, right. Last, last night, are we still my talking about Jersey changed. Shore? Yes, oh, we are. it's amazing. You, so, Atlanta, sorry, Atlanta. Come on, you oh, are not gonna win you? any Emmys because Jersey Shore is just gonna win all. You're okay, awesome. well, you better be able to back this up. Last episode, we left off with Angelina getting the boot. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to let her party one last night, and then she's going to leave. So, what do they decide to do? They go to the club, Mm -hmm. and this happens.
3: Nicole was getting drunk. I was getting drunk.
5: Dina was getting drunk. We were all getting drunk. All right. So, that's what they do. Okay. 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 That's how it works. And on the cab ride home, this happens. Who farted? I swear I didn't fart. I didn't either. Did you fart? It was me. Oh,
3: my God. God.
13: Literally, you farted oh, i'm so sorry
3: guys no. you shot it i'm so sorry
13: no i really don't think you can. i think you'll be dramatic can i check my underwear
3: all right i my pants oh
5: no there's so many in there no why are you bringing no. this to us okay listen guys so you're saying that was the perfect thing that you didn't want to ruin Listen, have you seen Citizen Kane? <laughs> you know how a lot of people compare Citizen Kane, or they say it's the best movie. This uh-huh. is the best TV show. So yeah, so 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 okay. So, so let's continue with what else happens in the cab.
3: Angelina is a literal <laughs> show right now. I'm sorry, Angelina, but <laughs> it stinks back there. I can't. <laughs> it smells like
2: a poop back there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> happy. The joy on his
4: face is insane
5: now. I've never so. seen you more happy. <laughs> I'm not kidding. These girls are just like they're they're just off their rocker, they're so wasted. I feel so bad for the cab driver. And JWoww and the cab driver are almost going to throw up. So the cab driver has to pull over. Oh, no. Because they have to air out the car. Oh, no. And Angelina gets out of the car. Oh, no. And this happens. Oh, no. Let me change my panties please nope angelina
3: <laughs> herself she is freaking nuts i'm a meatball but this is the most bizarre thing i've ever seen in my entire life gonna put him in a bag so i can bring him home with me oh <laughs>
7: what what, <laughs> what? what?
6: what? All a loss angelina right now, just toss oh those God. God. look i
3: just no. bean
12: speaking and i know <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a drinker so i can't understand this but i would never be so drunk that this would seem funny to me
10: would oh yeah I?
5: totally it really, wasn't there's the a yeah. point. This is the type yeah. of thing that's funny to you when, when
10: you're, drunk? you're when you're drunk enough. Everything is that funny. Right.
6: And let's be honest, sharding's funny when yeah. you're not drunk. <laughs> yeah,
5: totally. Let's Absolutely. be honest with ourselves. I mean. So, so at, so at this point in the episode, is this is how they kick her um, off the show. No, ah, no, we ah, so, ah. can't take so, you. You're so gone. A- Angelina yeah. is kind of like saying, "Oh no, that was, just a, that was just a kind of a joke or whatever." Sure. But everybody's kind of speculating, like, you know what? Really? So, Snooky asks Angelina this.
13: Angelina, did you poop your pants?
5: No. It was like
4: period. All right. Period.
5: I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh, it was period. It's girl. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina was like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's
8: just a period. What's a period? Like, I don't understand what this means.
6: <laughs> what is Why? happening? I don't. I'm I'm out. Why are
8: you oh, doing I this? I was to having us. fun. Listen, listen.
6: We were all having Thinking fun. Thinking it was sharp. No, right. no. Listen,
10: we were all enjoying ourselves. For a Second. I don't
5: know good what that God. is, but she Come was she was claiming there was something going on good
2: down board. there
1: at the time Omar. of
5: the month. Fabulous. Outstanding. Right. Wonderful. Yes. Terrific.
1: Excellent. Good boy. Okay. Good. Morning. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right. Good boy. Oh my.
5: You guys. You guys. What are you doing? Okay. Who's hungry? It shouldn't be on
12: TV, it really shouldn't be on radio. So
5: now Angelina really wants to prove that the number 2 didn't happen. So she's going to go through t- t- she's going to do this. You want to show Nicole them? Please? Sure.
7: What where where what's the f- world am I living in? Right
4: now? <laughs> Is there f- in my pants? I've never in my life seen a woman Take out her underwear and show people if there are skin marks are there, just out in the
2: open. Like, no. what the f*** is going on? Just goodness is going on, Vinny. No, when Omar. the guys in Jersey Shore no. are, are turned off
0: by it. Listen,
5: this is magic, guys. I, how, how are you guys to not seeing the magic? magic. So... This is Angelina's last night, and this happened, and she's feeling really bummed and upset because they're thinking that she's all dirty and all uh, like that. So here's Snooky comforting Angelina.
3: You're, like, arguing over a fart. Nicole
13: definitely felt bad for me, so she's trying to make me feel better. Not many girls can be open about the farting, burping, this and that. Like, hey. I can't believe I cried over
3: a
6: fart. I know. How embarrassing. That was an emotional <laughs> Uh. Omar
5: Yeah, so guys, I'm going to need you guys to call my wife Because I'm going to be gone for a week Because I'm going to go chase down the woman of my dreams (laughs) See you guys in a week
11: The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock
10: Ali, is it okay with you if Ruben sits down?
6: It's fine, Ruben. Thank okay. you for
10: joining I, 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 us. I, could, I
12: want to make sure. <laughs> um, Kevin's referring to our friend Ruben, who's in studio. Ruben, by the way, is a nice young man. If you call the Kevin and Bean show and you and Beer Mug doesn't pick up, Ruben is the one who picks up, and he does a bunch of other stuff for us. He's a very nice man, and the reason he's in studio right now is because we were talking yesterday off the air about people who do the right thing even when it has negative repercussions for themselves. All right, So you're too honest for your own good. You could
8: have gotten away with it
12: <laughs> if it weren't for you giving yourself up. Got a couple stories in the news about that, but let's start with you, Ruben.
8: What uh, what did you do? Uh, good morning, party people. Yeah, I, I uh, experienced that a while back. Um, it's a gas station that's very close to my house that mm-hmm. I used to... F- Go to all the time, so I'm sure the gas station attendant probably saw me more than once and could recognize me. Oh,
10: I see how the story changes immediately mm-hmm. upon
8: second telling. <laughs> so um, I went in to purchase gas, and I had a fifty dollar bill with me. And money bags. What's right? happening over here? What are we paying Ruben. Uh, this is smallest <laughs> I got. 50. This is before I worked here. when I actually made money. Oh, oh <laughs> So uh, yeah, I had a fifty dollar bill, and I went and put you know twenty bucks on whatever pump it was, mm-hmm. and um, the Attendant gave me change as if I had given him a hundred dollar bill.
10: So now you have 80 bucks. Yeah,
8: so I I was pretty happy about that. And I was like, Yeah, my day's going pretty good. So I went out to pump gas and um, I look across the street and there's a church. Mm. And then my Catholic guilt kicks in. Okay, wait. All right, hold on.
10: So let me just ask you a question. So he gives you $80 in change after you give him 50 bucks. Yes. Did you think about admitting it before you looked over and saw the church?
8: Yes, because as he was giving me the money, I thought to myself, S- score. <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> then did you think I need to tell him the truth? Yes, you did. immediately. I, I, think saw he, tr-
12: I think Ruben needed the minute that it took him to walk back and start pumping his gas to really get the gears going in his head. And, and see the and, church. And realize, this guy, I buy gas here all the time, and this guy's going to know it's me. And I'll probably get found out if I don't turn so it back So it's in. more selfish than selfless, right?
8: I... Was just thinking about doing the right thing the whole time, even though I sure. knew I had extra money in my in my pocket. I was like, I, you know, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it's not your money, exactly. But well, I hurt a small business, right? So uh, I saw the church and immediately thought, <laughs> I, I got to do the right thing now. Mm. So I walked. If the church wasn't there. I, I I don't know. It, okay. it could have been different. It could have worked out differently. <laughs> so you walked back in? Walked back in, and I, um, he was distracted, so I knocked on the window, and I said, Hey, uh, I think you gave me more chains than, than you should have. Mm-hmm. And he looked over at you know the money I had given him, and he realized it was a 50, and he said, Oh, okay. And he's like, and so I just slid the money to him, and he's like, Thank you. Then he gave me the appropriate change. And then, and then
6: I, he said, My son, I want four Hail, Mar- Hail Marys and five <laughs> Our Fathers. <laughs> Some, I mean, really. What, was, if, what if that was cheap?
12: you know. Right. So, right. Robin, when you're driving away from that encounter, did you feel good about what you had done, or were you like hitting yourself, going, "I'm stupid, stupid, stupid"? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
8: I, I felt like I did. I had done the right thing, obviously, mm-hmm. but I also uh, felt hungry because I knew I could have gone down to the In-N-Out and <laughs> grabbed a burger. <laughs>
12: Is steady. it better to do the right thing and be poor or do the wrong thing and get in and out? I mean I guess that's the question of the table. I mean, in right? and out does ruin that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Ruben, I think you did the right thing. I'm proud of you. Thank you, B. There's another All story right. out of uh Go Del- answer the phones, Ruben.
10: Del Rapids, uh, South Dakota. You can call us by the way if you were
12: honest and it sort of came back and hurt you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were you, you were honest and there were repercussions for you. You you benefited you benefited from not being honest, but you decided to be honest anyway.
10: There's a girl named Kate Winja who was playing golf. So, I mean, you know, nothing real important. But um, she was in a tournament and her high school was in a tournament. And she went back over her scorecard at the end and she realized that she had given herself a four on hole 18 instead of a five, which Mm -hmm. was actually what she earned. Okay. She had won the tournament at this point and her team had won the tournament at this point. Oh. So she goes back to them and she says... I need to change this from a four to a five. She was three or four strokes under, so she still would have won score-wise mm-hmm. had she not done that. But as soon as she says that she made a mistake on her score, they disqualify her.
6: From the whole thing?
10: Yes. So oh. now she doesn't come in any
12: place in that tournament, and her team doesn't win.
6: Oh, Kate. Okay.
12: Right? Now, this that's a really that's a really interesting example, Kevin, because as you said, she would have won anyway, even with the mistake not noticed. And... She's not the only one who suffers the repercussion of her speaking up about this. Her team was disqualified as a result of the mistake on her scorecard.
10: And here's what else I would say if there was one stroke between you and second place, Mm -hmm. okay, I can see that maybe there's an issue with that, but she was plenty. She had other, she was three or four strokes ahead. So the the mistake on the scorecard didn't really affect
12: who won or or how.
10: It it
6: affected her heart, her soul, and her her team most of all.
12: She and her coach reported (laughs) the violation to the tournament directors who had no choice but disqualify her. That means her team finished second and not first, it says here. The situation is awful, but I have so much respect for Kate to come and do that, says the tournament director. I cannot say enough for that young lady and how much integrity that took and how proud I am for a kid like that to be living in South Dakota. That, uh, I mean, again, she did the right thing. Yeah. What about the dude in Kansas that gave back the lottery ticket? This is a crazy story. A guy comes into a convenience store in Salina, Kansas with three lottery tickets to check to see whether they were winners. Well, for whatever reason, they checked two tickets and he forgot or dropped the third ticket on the counter and left the store. So the clerk picks up the third ticket, runs it, and it's a million dollar winner. Wow. The guy's already gone, but the people at the convenience store roughly know where this guy lives. So they drive around his neighborhood to try to see his car, so that they can tell him, "Hey, we have a million dollar lottery ticket that you accidentally left behind." This guy had no idea, by the way. I assume that he had this ticket, right? Yeah, I assume or he th- thought that he the guy checked them all and he right. didn't win. How's and- that? Right, wow. certainly, certainly not a winning ticket, right? They couldn't find his house, but they I didn't. mean, at that point, right there, you go. All right, look, we gave it a shot. <laughs> we drove <laughs> around we did, we did the and tried right to, thing We right, couldn't find him.
4: Right. Oh well.
12: So uh, they couldn't find him. They go back. And at some point, the guy comes back in and they're like, have we got news for you? You have a million-dollar You won $10,000. $10, $10, $10. <laughs> that's what he would have done, right? That would have been a nice compromise. Everybody wins. Yeah, that's crazy. So they gave him the million-dollar ticket. He said the uh, the man who runs the convenience store, Cal Patel, says um, he uh, he never thought about keeping the money. He couldn't live with the guilt from keeping the money. It felt good mm-hmm. to give it to the guy. And the praise we got back from everyone for doing this was really nice. They said it restored their faith in humanity. So that's what we're talking about right now on The Kevin Bean Show, one 800 520 you were honest to a fault. Should we take one real quick before the break? Uh, I don't see one that's on hold, but we can. I've got Matt Line Two on hold. Okay, and he's in Huntington Beach. Hey, Matt, welcome to the Kevin Beach Show. Thank you for listening. So, you did an honest thing, even though it cost you. What was it?
9: I was uh, remodeling somebody's house a couple of years ago. Uh, they had just purchased the house, and we were almost done with the house. They ended up being a very nice couple, and I was crawling around in the attic, and I I moved some insulation, and there's this really Thick white envelope, and I was like, "Oh, don't, don't be full of money." I opened, <laughs> I, I, I opened it up, and knew absolutely was full of money. It was that twenty seven hundred dollars in it. Wow! I, yeah, I stared at it for about twenty minutes, and you know those two little angels sure. on your shoulders. Which one uh, was winning? Bastards?
0: Which one was those winning for most of those were twenty? Minutes. It out. Man.
9: <laughs> so you know, I had this moment of clarity. I was like, ah. All right. Hey, so I, did I walked you, let me ask you a
10: question. And, let me ask you a question. Did you think, yeah. hey, this might belong to the people that owned the house before? So giving it to the new couple,
9: not necessarily um, returning it. Well, I, 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 I guarantee that's, that's. it had a, a date like 1995 on it. So it had been there for a long time. But the people that we were building the house for, they were really, really cool people. They'd bring, you know, tequila and we'd do shots and stuff at the end of the week with them. They were, right. they were really cool. All so. right. I, I took the money down and I said, "Hey, um,
10: congratulations! I,
9: I found just found seven hundred dollars." You know, well, I, I wish I had thought that, but I, I don't know. Twenty seven hundred. But the so the the lady, she she like her jaw hit the floor, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And she pulled out three hundred bucks and gave it to me. Wow! And then uh, and then like the next week, she bought me this like four hundred dollar bottle of. Uh, of
7: really nice
12: tequila
6: that's not where this
5: is going yeah. okay just all right the you know
9: it's really not she was uh a senior citizen but you know that's all right nice. matt like, let me ask oh, you
6: one ladies qu- need love too matt
12: <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you one question before we have to go and that is had the people whose home you were working on been dicks had you really not liked them do you think you would have kept the money
9: Absolutely, I would have kept the money
12: out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt. Thank you for the call, sir. 1 800 520 1067. You were honest and it cost you. Are we just trying to talk people out of being honest? I mean, Dude, it the feels nice, that way, but no. I don't think that's our
11: goal. Mm-mm. We'll take your calls next on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock.
10: Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Jimmy in Eastvale. Hi there, Jimmy.
11: Hi, how
9: are you doing today? Good, thank
11: you. Jimmy,
10: where the hell was Eastvale?
9: Eastville is uh, near Norco, California, near um, south of Ontario, right near the. 15. Is it
10: Norco? But they just don't want to go by Norco.
12: Okay, how dare you? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, we're talking about. You were so honest, it hurt. What'd you do?
9: Um, my wife and I uh, got our wedding rings and went in to pay pay for them, or actually went up to pick them up, and they never charged us. I was on that credit plan. Six months went by. I never received a bill. Wow. I felt bad. I didn't want my credit to be ruined, and I thought, oh, something's going to go wrong. Went back in there thinking, doing the right thing. They said, yeah, you're right. We never charge you for your wedding rings, but uh, now we will. So
10: so that I ended up... Uh, you did the right thing, yeah. and you probably felt better in the long run.
9: I did, and it certainly paid off, but, uh, you know, I thought, I, 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 oh, maybe a discount or something. Nope. Uh, thank you very much, guys.
12: Have a great day. Uh, plus interest, by the way. I, just, yeah. I can imagine, yeah. though, you know, the bill doesn't show up for the first month. You think, okay, maybe it's just slow paperwork, and then it's like two months, and then it's like three months, and you realize, hey, maybe we got away with this, but then you just couldn't live with yourself, I guess. You don't want to start off your marriage on a lie like that, I guess, right?
5: Exactly. 20 years strong, sir. Oh, Look at you. Well, congrats, you. Now, if
12: you could only move her out of Eastvale, this would have a happy ending. You leave for the call.
7: Eastvale
5: alone. Before we go
12: back to these calls, Kevin, you had this happen to you. Yeah, I was somebody Somebody was su- super honest, right? Yes, I left
10: my wallet at a McDonald's and went home. Mm-hmm. Some, somewhere in there, it had my phone number on it. Mm-hmm. And somebody that was just a customer called and said, hey, we have your wallet if you left it there. And I was like, Wow. That's a lad. Like, I didn't even know where it was, of course, because I'm me. Right. And um, and they said, yeah, we'll just, we'll meet you here and we'll give it to you. And I was like, okay, great. So we set up a time. I went to the McDonald's mm-hmm. and I figured, I don't know, there was 20 or 30 bucks in it.
8: Mm-hmm.
10: I figured they'd take the cash, but I got my credit cards back and my license. And so that would totally be worth it. They gave it to me with all the cash in it.
6: Did you all something?
10: No, I needed that 30 bucks. I don't make <laughs> Ruben money.
12: <laughs> no, of course I did. But it was, that's a very cool thing for somebody to do. Yeah. Speaking of returning money, let's go to line seven. We'll get through as many of these as we can. This is going to be our friend Ray. He's in Chatsworth listening to the Kevin Bean Show. Ray, so honest it hurts. What happened?
2: <laughs> How's it going, guys? How good, do good. It? Thank you. Good, good. So, uh, so when I was 18 years old, I, uh, during holiday season, my friends and I were walking around the mall and... Um, I came across this little pouch, and inside of it was $5,000. Wow. Yeah. Uh, to my surprise, you know, I was, I was super stoked at 18. I was really excited. I didn't know what to do with it, so I took it home for two days. Um, and uh, two days had gone by, and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with it. I didn't tell my parents. didn't tell anyone else. And um, so I ended up going back to the same shopping center where there happened to be a little coffee shop. Um, And it turns out that an older gentleman, probably in his 70s, had come back the last two days looking for the money. Um, and so uh, so I came back and the, uh, the clerk told me that that was happening. That was happening. So I waited. And sure enough, he showed up and I uh, gave him back the money. Um, I felt pretty good about it. But uh, I will say that, uh, you know, I was hoping that uh, at 18, he would pull out a little hundo and give me something. But, you know, of course. I left empty handed. He's like, thank you. And just left <laughs> <it>. <laughs> nothing <laughs> for the kid. Wow. Well, yeah, like, that's, you, literally, that, that's what happened.
10: You I did was, the right like, thing anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I but if he'd known, known
12: in advance, he would have of peeled off a hundo before he <laughs> it, right. right? Hey, mm. congratulations! Here's your forty nine hundred dollars. Mm. That is a. Uh, I know I'm Mr. Bad Example, but that's Uncle Billy and It's a Wonderful Life. That's what the, the entire situation he just described right there. Okay. Very timely nineteen forty six movie reference.
10: <laughs> Let's try <laughs> the <to> lights <line> six. <laughs> that's what really me. brought it home, Greg. On
12: from Long Beach. <laughs> Hi, Greg. What's going on? Happy Friday. Hey, how are you guys?
7: We all are good, time listener. Thank you, man. Yeah, hey, uh, I live out in
9: Arizona. I was getting ready to go on a trip. It was 125 out there. It's supposed to be 130 the next day, hottest day ever last year. My AC goes out. I call the AC guy. He tells me, "All right, it's going to be 7,100 bucks." I said, "Just do it." My wife and I are going on our month-long motorhome trip. We're going along. We're going along. No bill. You know, he's not taking the money out of our account. Wow. So finally I called him about the, at the end of the month, and I go, hey, why haven't you taken the money? And he's all, you know what? I would have
7: never known if you didn't call me. Wow.
2: $7,000, wow. $7, dude. 7100
7: bucks. So the guy's the
9: coolest guy. I mean, he came over right that morning. But he's like, you know, if you would have, he's all, I'll buy you a beer. I don't care
10: that's pretty cool yeah Yeah,
9: that's good he's a good guy and he's like you know what most people wouldn't even have called me and i don't even know if i would have ever noticed it
12: yeah well you did the right thing i'm happy to hear your story greg thanks very much by the way 125 degrees kevin yeah happens crazy let's uh let's go to wisconsin line one this is going to be our friend robert checking in on the kevin bean show robert thank you for streaming the show how are you today good how about yourself we are good thank you good so this, this is a crazy topic man we got a lot of listeners who actually are pretty good
7: people yeah. yeah yeah well i was at a chase bank in um hawaiian gardens and uh i was walked in and next to where you pay uh put your uh withdrawal slips and things like that i uh start filling one out i thought it was my wallet and so i picked it up put it in my pocket and when i did i realized how fat it was it wasn't my wallet not with that much cash in it <laughs> i pull it out I pull it out, and there's probably close – I mean, I didn't count it, but it was probably close to $2,000 in $100 bills. Oof. And uh, so I start looking around, seeing if anybody's missing a wallet because I don't want to just hand it to anybody. And didn't want to look through it because it looks – you know, you got cameras and everything like that. So right. I, start, I start asking, you know, hey, is there anybody that's missing anything? A guy starts – you know, this Asian guy starts tapping his wallet, kind of looking for his wallet, and goes, oh, it's mine. And I go, well, what color is it? You know, he explains it. It's his. And I hand it back to him, and him and his buddy start counting the cash three different times, start looking through the wallet, everything like that. sort of accusing you of stealing it? Basically, they were looking at it, they they looked for their cards. They looked for everything in it, and then they started looking me up and down like, I wonder if this guy stole anything. And then they start talking to each other, and I didn't understand it, but they they looked at me through the whole entire line, kept... Looking backwards at me, checking checking me out. Wow, he's very uh,
12: suspicious looking. You guys, right?
7: <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. But uh, yeah, I gave him his cash back, and he he ended up uh, looking like I was uh, stealing from him. Hmm. And and he, any reward for you? No, no he uh, he didn't he didn't even say thank you. To wow. be honest, he never even said thank or you. Maybe he, he did, not you didn't, he didn't understand it. it.
5: Right, exactly. All right, <laughs> thank you for the call. Let's do one more, real fast,
12: because uh, and this is the one I actually meant to go to. Adelina, line two. She's in Anaheim. This one involves. This was not involved cash. All right, Adelina. Hi.
2: Hi. Thank so, you for listening and
12: holding on.
10: Yes.
2: So last year I won the Kings of Leon. Um, I'm sorry, we're London not
12: going to be able to talk to you because of your phone. Oh.
2: Oh it yeah.
12: sounds. So,
10: talk, talk a little bit softer. Hello? Talk a little... Hello?
12: Okay. No,
3: talk. Oh. <laughs> oh.
10: Hello? Yeah, I mean... Okay. Mm. Okay. I, I don't feel like... Okay. All right, try, try to tell us.
3: Okay, so I, went, I won the Kings of
12: Leon um, nope. London trip last Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. Thank you, though, for calling. We appreciate it. Just your phone is real bad. It's just painful for people to listen to. It's a good way right. to go
10: out on, though. I, I don't <laughs> think so. We like to, start,
12: we like to end strong. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Allie, what's happening on this Friday morning?
6: Well, what's happening is it's 7.54, and around this time every Friday, we bring you a little feature called That's My Jam. It's a playlist that everybody here on the Kevin and Bean Show adds to every single week. It's music that we love, maybe a new song that we're just really enjoying at the moment. Maybe it's a treasure that you forgot about and you're like, oh man, remember this song? So good. Because we all have very varied musical tastes. So we thought, what a fun thing to put this playlist together and then every week we'll update it with songs that we love. Uh, You can follow along that playlist. Uh, We've linked it to all of our Kevin and Bean social medias at kevin and bean on twitter and facebook so if you click on that follow it you're gonna have new music delivered to you every single week it is that's my jam let's start it off with uh kevin's choice do
10: you guys ever discover music from tv shows
6: absolutely sure yeah because
10: mine came from seal team which i love with david boreanaz on cbs Uh that's a great show okay and the last episode that i watched i'm there may maybe one behind, so I'm not sure it was exactly the last episode, but mm-hmm. there was a song at the end of it that I really was drawn to, so I shazammed
6: it. Yeah, you did.
10: <laughs> and I discovered I didn't know about two feet. You guys know about two feet? It's, yeah. a, it's a guy that is out of Harlem. and he's a multi-instrumental player. He works in electronic music along with like some jazz and some blues. And this song is the song that I discovered from the TV show SEAL team. It's called I Feel Like I'm Drowning. <laughs>
6: choice nice you
12: actually do find a lot of good music on tv because uh the more unknown it is the cheaper it is to license right so those sense. music supervisors are all the time just looking for unknown artists that they can use their music for that works and uh yeah that sounds real good uh who's next ellie uh you're next Bean. Well, it's no surprise that the band The 1975 is talented. We play them a bunch here on K-Rock. I've loved this band from, since their first record and they have released their first new song in a couple of years. They got two albums coming out. They're releasing one new album in October and they already have another one recorded to release next May. So I'm very excited The 1975 is back. Here's a little taste of their new song called Give Yourself a Try. And I was I can't help but think it's got a little Owl City in it, by the way.
6: <laughs> um, you I- an Owl City. City. i don't know that i would
10: point
4: that out
2: if i
10: were you we are trying to get right.
4: people
12: interested in following the playlist i think you guys will like the whole song though if you want to check it out on the that's my jam playlist
6: oh man all right i'm up next this is a band that i have been talking about for a while i absolutely love them their name is public access tv they've opened for the killers obviously that's how i found them but weezer green day the pixies um a lot of huge k-rock bands and this is a band that has opened up for them. Their first album, Never Enough, loved it. Street Safari came out, and I was like, what's happening, young men? This is a song called Metro Tech.
2: Well, you're staying all the lockdown, sign You're so emotional, don't try to hide it. Swaying so through a night walk, all around the clock. It's only rational, don't try to hide
6: Here's
10: the thing. It's got a lot of that 80s Depeche
6: yeah, Mode feel. It's it's got, and that's what Ellie loves. It's like bad audio dynamite <laughs> with the Clash. And then there's a song on it. I'm like, are you all the kids of the Ramones? Like every single song on this album is freaking amazing. I love it. So if you want to follow along, it's the That's My Jam playlist. Just go to any Kevin and Bean social media, Twitter, Facebook, at Kevin and Bean. Click on it. Follow it. You're going to have new music every single week from us here on the Kevin and Bean Show.
2: K-Rock.
6: Thank you, sir.
2: <laughs> Some
6: uh, birthdays for you, Kanye West, Maria Menunos, and Juliana Margulies. And that's what's happening.
11: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, KROQ.
6: I'm Sandra, and
3: I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively
12: looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
12: You have food in your mouth. I did. I was trying desperately to finish it. Who brought in the food today?
6: Wahoo. Wahoos. Wahoo's fish tacos. Yeah, Looks
12: pretty good, you guys. I Not have gonna a lie. Burger. Looks pretty good. I have a chicken taco in my mouth. <laughs> hey, it's a Friday morning here on the Kevin Beach show. Mm-hmm. That means 1 hour from right now we'll be giving you the opportunity to pick any song you want us to play. Our tradition here on Fridays is keep it 100. Also, pound for pound one of the greatest fighters in the history of the world. Nope. Nope. Roy Wood Jr. is nope. going to be nope. joining us in studio coming up in about 10 minutes. No, what? So hmm?
6: dumb. So what? dumb.
12: <laughs> You're so dumb. First, though, Kevin, let's talk about our scientific survey. You uh, asked for folks to call. We have five callers on hold who do not know when they picked up the phone to dial us. They had no idea what they were going to be asked to vote on because we want everybody to get the information at the same time. We didn't want any pre-bias as they were dialing. What's the story on the table today?
7: It's time for Kevin and
3: Bean's scientific survey.
10: Uh, Here's the topic. There are some parents in England who fly first class. And they did an interview where they talk about putting their kids in coach Mm because it's too expensive to fly your kids first class Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they wouldn't appreciate it anyway. And they are fine with it. The kids are 10 and 12.
6: Okay. So they're not like four and five.
10: Right. Right. So right. they put their kids in coach and then they fly in first class.
12: So this is a uh, television personality in the UK named Kirsty Alsop. She did an interview with the Sun newspaper and she said some have suggested that she should look after her children and sit with them. She says that's utter rubbish. Her <laughs> son's in premium seat seems like an absurd waste of money and very spoiling. She also pointed out the money saved from not buying two more expensive seats allows her family to take more holidays. Club, listen to this. Club class should be a huge treat that you've worked for. If kids get used to club class, what do they have to work towards? Right? So all it's right. not just about saving money. It's about teaching your kids that they don't deserve first class. <laughs> uh, others have questioned the impact on other people on the flight. One former crew member said it was unfair on the staff and other passengers end up as babysitters.
10: See, that's my question. Is mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
12: totally understand from
10: a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm, if you want to sure. fly first class, it's crazy expensive. Put your kids in coach. I totally see that. Mm-hmm. But out of all the children in the united states let's say or britain right where this happened um what percentage of them would you say are super well behaved
6: (laughs) (laughs) i I will say this at 10 i would have been harassing the hell out of my 12 year old brother for sure
10: right my parents
6: weren't around are you kidding parents weren't around exactly yeah
12: Yeah. so then who
10: has to take care of the kids who has to say something to them who has to correct them who has to I
12: don't know. So I see it from a financial standpoint. I I am kind of of two minds on this because I think there are a lot of 10 and 12 year olds who would be mature enough to be okay on a fight. Agreed. Right. But I also think there are a lot that wouldn't. And a lot, as Allie pointed out, that not under the watchful eye of a parent would look at that as an opportunity to get to some trouble. Mm -hmm. Now, Mrs. Alsup. The, the the television personality in the interview she said she always introduces herself to the cabin crew and says to them please alert me if there are any problems congratulations so- you're going to be taking care of my children <laughs> <laughs> so she you know she says you know if they if they are causing a problem if they're kicking a seat or a passenger complains or they're unruly or whatever or loud or whatever let me know, and I'll handle it. Now, that's but two steps later, though, is my it is. Thing. It's two steps later. If you're yeah. there, you know. And it also involves somebody in coach to come up to first class and take time away from whatever he or she is doing back there for work and and visit first class and drag that per I mean I, I do think it adds another step so right
6: ma'am if you could put your champagne down uh, your children <laughs> are being real a-holes in
12: coach um, she is getting some support too one said uh, online it is not bad parenting it's about choice teaching kids a degree of controlled independence is important. Mm-hmm. I think it's about good parenting. If you're a good parent, yeah. and
10: then your kids mm-hmm. will be fine. Right, and coach, and I have no problem with. It.
6: However, how many parents think they're a good parent mm. and have no idea that their kids are dicks?
12: It is true that every parent <laughs> thinks other kids are dicks and yes. their kids are angels. That is true. By the way, this is not the first time this has happened. Gordon Ramsay, in an interview last year, revealed the same, that he and his wife fly first class and he puts his kids in economy. So how do you feel about that? Is she uh, is she abdicating her parental responsibility by sitting 80 rows away from her kids <laughs> or is the fact that they're 10 and 12 old enough that she can reasonably assume they're not going to cause problems for other pastures? i can kind of see both ways but this is why we do a scientific survey because that settles it once and for all we don't have to guess anymore we know what the right answer is and then our answer is binding right we let all yeah, the airlines absolutely. know it's yeah we let them know that this is the way eric for instance in uh, oak park has voted eric thank you for calling thank you for listening to the evidence what say you on this
5: As a dad, I could say that other people's kids are dick. Right. (laughs) Do you think this is a good practice? No. I think that they should move up to first class with them, or, you know, if they're paying that much money in the first place, they got the money.
9: Okay. All right. So,
12: in other words, you just don't trust a 10 and a 12 year old to be away from their parents for the duration of a flight.
5: I wouldn't. No. If I I was 10 or 12, no way. Same. Okay. (laughs) Right, right. And I was 10 or 12, and
12: I wouldn't, you wouldn't you want to sit next to me. Oh. All right, Eric so we got says, one no. Thank you, Eric. Eric. says no. All right. Let's see what Daniel's all about. He's on line two up next on the Kevin Bean Show from L.A. Hey, Daniel. Hey, what's up, guys? Can you see this lady's point that it just costs a lot of money, the kids don't appreciate it, they don't need first class, put them in coach?
7: As soon as you guys started, as soon as I started hearing, I was already shaking my head. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your reason? <laughs> Well, I have two kids. You lead by example. You don't just leave them in the back. You have them next to you. Teach them. Yeah, All but right. free-range
10: kids. Mm-hmm. No free-range kids. That's the what he's voting against, Bean. <laughs> he's a no. Daniel's, Daniel's a saying no. no. So
12: that's two right. no's. So already two. Wow. Imagine um, the we weight on Sam's shoulders. Well, I was wondering if we want to go to one of the ladies. Would this be the type of topic that we should uh, sure. have a lady be the third let's vote? Let's be honest. Fine.
6: So we need a break from our kids. Who's with me? <laughs>
12: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's try Myra then. Myra's also in L.A. She's on line five. Myra, scientific survey could come down to you if you agree with the previous callers.
2: Um, no, she's not being responsible. What she's doing is she's just taking a break before she has to deal with them on vacation.
10: So putting them back in coach is the wrong thing for her to do.
2: Well, yeah, and, and imagine, you know, worse comes to worse. The plane goes down. Your kid's so far away. The plane, like, goes, how are you the gonna plane goes down. How do you
12: go
10: right to the plane goes down
2: scenario? it got <laughs> dark fast. Somebody was thinking about it. No one was thinking it. about it.
12: Myra. Zero people were thinking about it, Myra. The last thing on your mind when the plane goes down is how far away people are sitting.
2: It's true though. Come on. All a right. little bit back, back in your mind you were thinking about it. no nope, not even
10: a, a little bit. Didn't even occur to me. Nope, but Myra uh, no right, takes but, the day, apparently. Well, yeah, the po- <laughs> you're a no
12: though, right? You're Myra is a no. Right. Okay. All right, so Kevin, go ahead and alert the airlines. I this will. is no longer allowed. This has
11: been a scientific survey.
3: That was Kevin and Bean scientific survey.
11: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock.
12: Kevin, how long has it been since a guest showed up to this program mm-hmm. in, in a suit? In a suit? When was the last time we saw somebody looking as sharp as Roy Wood Jr. looks right now?
6: Uh, you know what? I can tell you. It when was, was it? one of the last guys that was on the Daily Show before he went to do his own show.
12: <laughs> was it Jordan? Did he wear? A yes, suit?
6: Jordan Klepper.
12: How Klepper.
7: About that? That Yes.
13: Nice. Have a, you have a dress code at the Daily Show, With really? What's going on? Thin ties. No, just for <laughs> just for television. But you know, we have to go and host this Twitter library thing,
10: <laughs> right? Which is bizarre that I just heard it's, about.
13: It's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. So I, I say all that to say I'm dressed up nice because. Pictures will be taken, and my okay. mother will find them. Mm. Fair enough. Well, let's let's talk. Let's get
12: the, let's get that uh, business taken care of first. Because I read the article, in the LA Times, a couple of days ago about this that's opening up. It's at six thirty one North Robertson Boulevard in West Hollywood. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah presents
13: the Donald J. Trump Presidential. Twitter library. You've already seen it in person, right? Oh, absolutely. I've seen it two or three times. Uh, we've been traveling this exhibit for probably about, I'd say, about eight or nine months now. And oh, wow! Describe it for us. It's basically a walk through the president's brain. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. Um, we've basically taken all of the tweets from the commander in chief from the first time he tweeted on the Twitter sphere. Uh huh. I'd say back in two thousand nine, and we split these tweets up into. The best of the best based on categories. So, Uh, what are some of the categories? His wars with corporations. There's an entire wall dedicated to some of the best tweets about his wars with corporations. Okay. His best conflicts with celebrities. Deleted tweets, which we treat as a memorial. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> They're gone, memorial? but not forgotten. Uh, tweets on policy, tweets where he's contradicted himself. Tweets that's on my sports. favorite. Trump versus Trump. Mm-hmm. That category. Uh, there's an entire wall dedicated to Obama. President Obama is the single person that President Trump has mentioned in his tweets. More than I would anyone have thought else. Hillary by far. Yeah. Nah, he was hating on Obama really? before. That he makes... had eight years to cook Obama. That's right. That's, That's right. right. He cooked Obama but for eight years. But
10: I didn't know. I, I guess I didn't follow him, but I didn't know he was active on Twitter at all before. Absolutely. He became He's a president. businessman.
13: The Trump's not dumb. He knows that he can influence policy here and there with a couple words. He knows what his words can do. So it's 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 a fun exhibit. Whether you're a supporter of the president or not, it's very interesting. It's mm-hmm. an extremely interesting thing to see just how someone's mind works it's almost like going back and looking through shards of his diary yeah Yeah, it must be
6: weird just to see it in writing like you hear that he says these things whatever but then in front of you you're like those words are real
13: when you literally see one tweet where he says one thing and right there on the next placard is a (laughs) total contradiction Uh to what he said (laughs) Right. It's very interesting.
10: I Not to that. stand up for him, but I assume all of us would be embarrassed if our tweets were put up on a wall.
6: <laughs>
12: you know what I mean? Like
10: contradicting yeah. ourselves. Yeah, you would. Yeah.
2: What? You um, said that well, out
12: loud. You probably saw the press conference the other day where he was raving about how how nice the letter was that Kim Jong-un sent from North Korea. And then five minutes later in the same speech, he was asked another facet of, of the letter. And he said, I haven't opened it yet. I haven't, haven't read it yet. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, five minutes later, he completely contradicted it. It's like you have no idea what's going on in that brain of his. He (laughs) was
10: teasing the the journalists that were there, right? He was like, I should show it to you. Should
13: I show it to you? I should (laughs) show it to you. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm
10: like, what are you doing? What's happening right now? Can
13: we all agree that Trump and Kim is the new it couple? I'm off of (laughs) Meghan Markle (laughs) and Prince Harry. (laughs) Trump and Kim, I'm telling you. That's the thing. That's going to be the next. They thing. look darling together.
7: <laughs> they are. Uh, Dennis
13: the, uh, Rotman is the ring bearer.
6: Man. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is happening, you guys.
0: The uh, Daily
12: Show with Trevor Noah presents the Donald J. Trump Presidential Twitter Library. Again, is at 631 North Robertson Boulevard in West Hollywood? Uh, how, how long is it going to be there? Just uh, this weekend and next, right? Yeah,
13: this weekend and next. Uh, you got like a good, I think it opens at like 10. It goes from mm-hmm. like 10 to 7, 10 to 8, regular right? like okay. LA hours. All right. <laughs> have yeah. time to fight traffic to get there. You don't have to get up yet early, home. though. That's
12: good. So, Roy, how have you
13: been since we saw you in uh, New York back in early February? Well, I've been potty training with a two year old. That's oh. been going interesting. All right. Train wreck. Training uh, or the type
12: of thing your wife handles while you're out on the
13: road. Training no, or training. But well, you know what? We're trying to do all that. A man, bond with man. Man, son. Man, dad. Dad, bond with boy. Man, teach boy. where point urine, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going terrible because I don't have the nurturing. Like the videos I've watched on YouTube. Apparently, <laughs> there's a lot of Yay, you almost did it! Yay, you poopy in the potty, and my brain cannot. My brain, the nurture part of my brain is mm-hmm. still off. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I just go, put it in the bowl, man. <laughs> Good What's wrong God, with God. you? How do you not know? Does your wife stand by just to take over when you've completely no, failed? No, so... We let I let her leave the house. You do. She left. They, they say that's the, the, again. All these books it should just be the child and one parent. The other parent should go on a vacation. she that went on a vacation. A lot on the parent. She went, on a say that. She <laughs> went on a yeah, vacation. Yeah. <laughs> said, Go away. That way right. we're not confusing. And he's just getting okay. all the info from one person. Right. And hey, right. by day two, I was texting her. You can come home whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> he's back in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> he's back in diapers. We'll try again. I was listen to some audiobook, and it said listen to your baby sometimes baby isn't ready for potty baby will let you know Why you know you what you like a baby then i'm gonna wait till baby <laughs> my, my son might be 13 and go you know what dad i'm tired of you changing me and i go you know what me too 13 year old child thank you for notifying me just like the book said you would it's, maybe it's you're terrible. too many books. And that's that's what
2: I'm saying. Too many
13: things on YouTube. Honestly, if you read too many uh, child care books, you will get conflicting advice on yeah. oh, everything. Sure. And Is this your first one, Real? Yes, clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm experimenting on them. Yeah. All right, take it easy. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are just as bad <laughs> like, with the second one. It's like, if I haven't gotten it <laughs> right <out> after, <laughs> maybe I should not have any more children. <laughs> yeah, it, they, they have this method where you let the kid just drop turds tw- with no pants on <laughs> have you heard of this one no, no i call awful. it i call it free range
0: no, no that's is
10: that
13: a thing stupid. yeah it's it's really a thing wait till the people tweet you and tell you because no, i'm going i guarantee no, you, somebody sir. will tweet you and go i did it with my child and they oh, learned gosh. it in two days no no yeah i tried that as well oh, and man. and he eats an all like vegetable diet my, Girl, pretty much feeds him vegan, vegetarian, whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you don't eat meat, there's really no strain. Okay. I don't right. think we need more detail. No, but that's enough. No, that. no, I think we understand where you're going. With yeah, that. you know how poop what works. I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is.
0: Mean, no. We know no. what you're saying.
13: <laughs> the book said, <laughs> right. wait for the baby to strain." There's no straining. <laughs> okay. okay. You right. <laughs> I'm going to say we. I'm going to contradict you and say we know where you're going.
12: <laughs> Roy Jr. is here. Um, I'm regretting that. I don't know about you. Um, <laughs> I went to
5: college. Let's take a quick break, I guess. You'd be back with more after this on K Rock.
11: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K R O Q.
5: If you ever
12: get the chance. Have Roy Wood tell you stories <laughs> off the air. You'll enjoy <laughs> <laughs> of That's a lot of fun right there. Roy, I remember when we uh, were lucky enough to have you visit with us in uh, New York a couple of months ago. I was uh, very impressed that you had a long radio career. You were on, yeah, on the radio man. in Birmingham, right? And I didn't know until this story you broke
13: on Twitter last week that prank calls were part of your thing. I didn't know that either. Oh, prank calls were my bread and butter. That's what you... Lived like on. That was, the prank calls worked for me because I was able to do them on the radio, and then I would package them on CDs and mail them to other radio stations and markets where I wasn't performing. Interesting. So that, to get my pranks on for free, and just, it was just professional courtesy. Hey, man, your morning show, my morning show, here's some free stuff to play if you want. No one's ever done that for us. And so, <laughs> so then I'd let it sit for three months, and then I'd call the comedy club in that market and go, hey, my prank call's playing your market you should book me at your comedy club so the Brilliant. pranks became Star. the currency you are a genius at the time, it worked. I don't know if you could do it now. Well, you but can't do time, any prank calls anymore,
12: Roy. Yeah, they, they all the games clamped down so much on the rules in oh, terms of getting permission to put people on the air and all that. Because we, we used to do a bunch one of One-party you know, state, two-party yeah, state. Yes, like exactly. That, so that Exactly. Yeah, Comedy yeah, yeah.
13: Central did prank calls. They had that prank show, Crank Anchors. They would mm-hmm. film it in Nevada yep. so that legally they could do the, the pranks yeah. the way they wanted to without being bothered. Right. Uh, yeah, I did a lot of prank calls, and I think only twice in my history of doing pranks that I ever legitimately fear for my life. You have to tell us about Jay Prince because (laughs) that's a weird, weird story. So Jay Prince, and the only way I can explain, and this isn't a fair comparison, is because he's more professional and more business-oriented, but he was like a down-south Suge knight. Right. Before No Limit, before Cash Money, before Death Row, before Bad Boys, like, Rap-A-Lot Records in Houston is a hip-hop institution, and Jay Prince was the brainchild of that, and a lot of what he did rippled out to other re- to other hip hop record labels. He's respected the same as Gotti, the same as Scarface. Wow! Mm-hmm. Like, and re- this is a man you do not mess is with. Is he the one that squ- uh, squashed Drake and yeah, a key? Yeah, He Correct. told that's Drake
6: right. don't do it, and Drake. That's like, why All he right. was back
13: in the news. And I think that's what jarred your memory about this, right, right? When gangbangers want to shoot people in Houston, they have to get permission. Wow from jay but like if a rapper has beef with somebody you talk to jay before you come in my city starting mess because that's bad for business and wow. everything is about business with this man so
8: <laughs> some <laughs>
13: stupid record label in houston oh it's their fault tells me <laughs> you should print call jay prince i go you know what that's a good idea i think i will print call jay nobody's ever t- it's, a, it's a challenge had Jared, you right? ever met you ever met him don't know this man at all all right big fan of his of his artist sure Mm
3: -hmm.
13: call jay prince he answers the phone hello and the premise of the prank i'm a local record store owner hey man your rap label sucks none of your albums fly off my shelf i want to be reimbursed for these trash albums that i bought (laughs) so you
10: make a ridiculous claim and then see if he'll respond
13: Pay my rent because right. I'm not making profit. <laughs> and he just and I yell, I curse, and my, my pranks are just stuff I would never repeat to people now. Right. But at the time I'm laying it to him and he just said Where you at? I'm sorry. I said, What? Where you at right now? Oh my
6: butthole puckered.
13: <laughs> you wanna You wanna talk money? Let's talk face to face. Just tell me where you at? And I've never had anyone respond to me that calm and calculated and non-responsive. Completely under control. Wow. Wow. The engineer in the room starts shaking. This is a true story. <laughs> the engineer who knows Jay and one of the guys who go, "Oh yeah, it'll be great." He'll think mm-hmm. it's a laugh. <laughs> He's quiet now, like oh, no. not wanting to be attached to this situation. Sure. Mm-hmm. My producer jumps on the jumps on the mic. He goes, "Hey Jay, hey Jay, uh, it's us at the record. Like uh, we were just we we're just prank calling you, man. Th- that's Roy. He's a comedian. Everything's fine. Uh, it was just a prank call." Oh y'all up there at that studio in kingwood wait a minute that didn't solve it them saying it's a comedian and it's all i know exactly where y'all at oh god hey man turn the car around click really okay so i gather my things i'm gone i'm not staying by gone you mean home I'm leaving. I left, the state of, I left the state of Texas. You went to the airport? <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a joke. I literally airport. went to the airport. I was like, <laughs> I'm i not playing around with this man. And they go, oh, it's cool, it's cool. We'll get him back on the phone. I go, no, this man who I know has a lot of people who, like, knowing what I know now, you can't insult this man that's that revered right. and expect that to go play out in public because that is bad for business. Sure. Because the respect is what he leans on. I'm disrespecting you. It's not funny. Right. It doesn't work for what he does. So he never saw the humor in it. I understand that now. But at the time, it was just, yo, somebody got to come check this comedian. Because this comedian from out of town yeah. think it's cool to just call my chinchilla coat squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so I packed my, I gathered my stuff and I went straight to the airport. And I got a standby ticket to Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. I didn't go back to Houston for like six years. Like, <laughs> That's <it> was unbelievable. <laughs> now, you Gone. were on MTV when? So I tell that story on Twitter on Monday because of yeah. the Pusha T Beef. And I go, yo, this is a dude to be respected. Sway Calloway, God bless Sway, <laughs> has J Prince in studio. And unbeknownst to me, Sway calls me and gives me the opportunity to apologize to J Prince. And J Prince remembered the prank. This was 2006. Yeah. Did you watch the video afterwards of you calling
2: an
10: apology? Yeah, because I was watching his body language. He was not. (laughs) Yo,
13: he you could tell. And at the end, Sway asked Jay Prince. He goes, "Did you really drive over to the studio?" To which Jay Prince said, "I was just gonna go over there and laugh with him." (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) You like laughing. I just wanted to come over there and laugh.
6: Oh, I'm terrified for you.
13: <laughs> Yo.
10: But he ended oh up God. saying oh it was fine. It's cool now. Yeah, yeah we're cool, cool now. now but
13: in 2006, that was a very real oh mistake that I made. And that like, was wow. that was prank call 1 of an <laughs> album, right? Yeah, that was so, yeah. So it was supposed to be a full. I had a contract, I had a record deal, I had a record deal to do a prank call album where I prank call celebs. Jay Prince was the first artist. Yeah, he was the first person I was supposed to prank. I walked out on the deal. I just said mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. There, did you have to call the record Sue company to say, you're at the airport? What? No, I told them they were right there in the studio. They go, "Where are you going? We have other people to prank." I go, "No, we are done. <laughs> this dude can't take a joke, and I can't risk any of these other idiots on our hit list." of people to prank. Like we're gonna prank like Bun B. Um, Vince Young, You got to remember, this is 2006. He's a sure. 2006 celebrity. Sure. It's like... So the Ying yang twins. Ya, yeah, laugh. there you go. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm done. And the record deal was consignment, so I was only getting paid on what we sold, so you didn't give me an advance, so you didn't oh, lose okay. any money other than the 22 minutes of studio time we spent shaking in our boots from Jay <laughs> Prince. <laughs> well,
12: you literally dodged a bullet, oh, it sounds like, Roy.
13: Amazing.
12: <laughs> we, uh, we're almost out of time, I'm sorry to say. Roy, you're going to be down at the, uh, the the Trump uh, Twitter Library Museum yeah. uh, exhibit
13: today, right? Come on down there. Me and all the other correspondents will be out there throwing high fives, taking pictures, kissing babies, and uh, slapping uh, open tweets.
12: This weekend and next weekend, 631 North Robertson Boulevard in West Hollywood. Roy Wood Jr. on Twitter. Before you go, 60 seconds with Roy. Kevin is going to throw questions at you. First thing that comes to your mind, please answer Roy, and go. When you go to a Starbucks now, what type of reaction do you get?
13: Uh, they like me. I get hugs. <laughs> okay.
10: What were you like in high school?
13: Uh, nerd and quiet. Except for baseball. I was very funny because I wrote the bench. <laughs> what is the most embarrassing TV show that you enjoy? Uh,
10: keeping up with the Kardashians. Ugh. Dog kisses on the mouth, yes or no? Hell no. What's the thing most people would be surprised to find out about you?
13: Uh, that I enjoy classical music and like Boston pop orchestra. Like I enjoy live orchestra stuff. All right. Uh, when you're not working, what do you enjoy doing the most? Uh, sleep and Nintendo Switch. Video games. Any video game console. Have you ever been in a fight? Two in my life. One loss, one tie. Tie? tie. You walk away from a tie? No, the teacher came and broke it up. Before oh, okay. We uh, what's the last thing you Googled? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, just let me think. Probably uh, porn. It's, 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 it's possible. <laughs> it's it's possible. Roy, right. we need I'm to see you again in history.
12: another three months, my friend. Thanks for coming in.
11: Thank you, guys.
13: Take it in. It's the Kevin and
11: Bean Show. Okay, you rock. All right, we're getting ready to go into the uh, Wayback
12: Machine, you guys. It's time for Keep It 100. I gotta keep
2: it 100. Keep it 100, Keep it 100, keep it 100. All
12: right, here you go, guys. Uh, texter number 99 today was Limp Biscuit and Faith. All right, I wouldn't have minded that. I don't hate that. Chip, you would have been so happy to hear some Limp Biscuit on K Rock again. <laughs> <laughs> And caller one, a texter 101, by the way. Jackie was looking for Given to Fly by Pearl Jam. That's one I haven't heard in a long time. Agreed Greet to choices, everybody. Thank you for participating in Keeper 100. Only one person can be number 100, though. And this week it's James from Westminster who joins us on the phone right now. Hey, James. Good morning. I can't believe it when Dave called me. <laughs> uh, Dave told us that you have this is not your first time texting for, tex- uh, for Keeper 100.
7: I've tried every single week since the get-go. Same song? Are you
12: serious? Almost a year? Always
7: the same yes. song? No, no, no. Usually it's a different song, depending on my mood or whatnot. Gotcha. I, was, right. one, I was 101 once. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay. Well, tell us how you
12: chose your song today and then introduce it for us here on K-Rock.
7: Oh, I'd be glad to. Well, it's, just, it's an older song. I feel it's kind of a, a lost song, forgotten song. I think it deserves some airplay. It reminds me of uh, my Disneyland days when I worked at Disney back in the day. So I would love to start this song out for the weekend. It is the movie, Nowhere Girl. Nice. Nicely done. Keep it
2: 100.
9: Nowhere Girl, you never Nowhere Girl,
2: you
5: prefer to hide.
10: Can I tell you something funny about this song? sure. There's two versions of it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, one version has a 12-second introduction before they start singing. Like a mm-hmm. radio edit, almost. Yes. Mm-hmm.
6: Right?
10: <gasps> this one had a three-minute... Introduction, and we were starting to think that there was no vocal. We were like, "Are we just playing an instrumental?" In I song? thought it was
6: like a karaoke track.
10: Yeah, because it's it's in our system, but we haven't played it in a long time. So we have no idea which version this
12: is. Yeah, yeah. it took a while to get going.
9: I didn't. Uh, I didn't
12: hate it. I think I James like got his that. money's worth from his text today. Oh, sure that. Too much. That was that was the uh, Keep It One Hundred request from uh, James in Westminster. <laughs> All right, Allie. Do what you do. What Mm. year was Nowhere Girl by B Movie?
6: Well, it's when James worked at Disneyland, and I know Uh, that was uh, (laughs) back in in the mid 80s, is when Uh he worked there. Uh, You're saying 82, Kevin? (laughs) Oh.
12: Kevin just posted the video, so he knew. Yes, it is 1982.
6: What about cheating? I thought that. What is it about you wanted to guess. No, I was trying to help you get the right answer. Well, you know what? I want to be truthful, (laughs) and I was going to say 1985. It was originally
12: released in 1980 in England, released here in America in 1982. And by the way, that song was so huge for so much of the 80s. When Kevin and I were hired here in 1989, it was still a big song on Gay Rock. Rock. We used to play it all the time on the morning show back in the day. Not that version, though. No, probably not that version. (laughs) But I I enjoyed very much uh, that selection from James and in westminster we'll do again next friday for keep it 100
11: it's kevin and bean on k-rock k-r-o-q
10: what's your take on when beer mug walks into the studio and just sits down in front of a microphone what's your take on that <laughs>
12: look
4: i just sent everybody
12: straight what's we your got- take on that bean my take is we need locks <laughs> how dare you oh, no. we have too loose a policy man <laughs> i we need, need ice here to arrest him at the border or something <laughs> why are you guys it? so mean to me Alright, before we get out of here, one last look at what's happening. Apparently, Kat's here. Bugs yes. is here.
6: Allie is here. We're having a party. Uh, we are having a party, and quite frankly, I have done four hours of what's happening, mm-hmm. so go back and listen to those. <laughs> You're <tired of> <laughs> yeah, I'm over it, and I would like to hear from Kat about what is going on this weekend here in Los well, Angeles.
3: Well, Pride is going on this weekend, and we host, so uh, there's a great lineup. Kalani, Tovlo, Lo, Pop, Eve, Performing these two-day events, wow. uh, there will be road closure, so you don't know about that. It's about thirty bucks a day for a ticket, which is pretty good for uh, the festival that they put on. I just like the drink specials; it's like oh. five for one <laughs> everywhere. You know yeah. what I mean? It's phenomenal. phenomenal. That's like
12: <laughs> it's not just a tiny drink special for Cat; she needs the whole thing. And I'm I, I, just, like, I just like having one day a year where I'm not the only guy wearing the assless chaps. <laughs>
3: Uh, Let's talk Uh. about Grease. Grease is the word, people. It's the 40th anniversary of the movie Grease. Livia Newton-John, John Travolta, Hollywood Bowl is doing a big live screening uh, of the film on June thirtieth. These—I don't know if you've ever been to the sing-alongs. So fun! I did the Sound of Music once. I did
6: too. The best. And people would think, "Oh, that's pathetic! What is wrong with you? You're hammered singing the Sound of Music, and everyone's having a great time. Everybody's dressed up.
3: There were like so dudes in Lederhosen mm-hmm. and nun outfits, like the Habits and stuff. Right. And, so, uh, Greece. the tickets are on sale, I believe, now for the 30th for this Greasing Along. sha na the remaining members, will be Stop opening it.
6: up. Opening up. Even Bowser? Apparently, he <gasps> lives out here, you know that? <gasps> I once said to Jeff Goldblum... What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> I said to Jeff Goldblum when I was a 14-year-old, is it weird, like, when you do that thing at the end of the show where you put up your muscle and you say... <laughs> and he goes, who do you think I am? <laughs> and I said, Bowser from sha na yeah. Wasn't thrilled. Yeah.
3: Wasn't pleased. Look, if you're into the Pitch Perfect movies, mm-hmm. all that stuff, Sean and us started out as an acapella group oh, at, yeah. at Columbia. And, I mean, that's how they started. So, oh yeah, like, Dirty Dan. Yeah, I remember all those guys? Excellent voices. So yeah, Grease sing along at
4: the Bowl on June 30th,
6: and then Mugs. You have something too.
4: Really, really sweet event that uh, the people over at San Anita want me to host. I mean. Well, yeah, questionable questionable. Kevin's not allowed there. Questionable so. judgment. Yeah, Kevin's not allowed there. So they <laughs> want me to come in. Really cool event called 90s by Nature at mm-hmm. Santa Anita Park. Oh,
6: I get it. See? It's like 90. Yeah. Down okay. with OPP? <laughs> yeah, you know me.
4: So I will be there. It starts at noon. Um, some great, great 90s cover bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, some by the names of Red Knot Chili Peppers. Oh. Mm-hmm. New Doubt. And burritos, which is a sublime cover band, uh-huh. uh, craft and beer, tasty. food trucks. Uh, I'm going to have a ton is of
6: tickets. burritos with Rome,
4: though? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see
10: Bur- what you did?
6: I see what I did. Burritos Hold
4: <laughs> the Rome.
10: So All what right. I did? I mean Can we stop?
6: <laughs> I'm gonna turn this car. Is,
12: is it Friday? I'm pretty hey, sure come
4: on. I'm pretty sure Bean left two minutes ago. What uh there what day? Let's mention that, Muggs. What day are you gonna be about? I'm glad you asked me. It's tomorrow, you guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you don't have any Saturday plans, I'm gonna have a ton of tickets that I'm giving away. Uh Coheed and Cambria, the Mighty Mighty Bostones, we have Kevin Hart comedy tickets for the Hollywood wow. Bowl. I think like in like close to the front row, too. Wow. Uh, slightly <laughs> Stupid and revolutionary, and you guys big historic horse racing event going on tomorrow. Justify will be going for the Triple Crown at the Belmont Stakes. Kevin, there's only 12 horses in history that have ever completed the Triple Crown.
10: If you watch hockey on NSNBC, mm-hmm. what is it? NBCSN. NBCSN. Mm-hmm. They advertise this every 30 seconds. I'm so <laughs> over the goddamn horse race. I don't care. Kevin. I don't care. Only 12 horses don't in history.
4: It's an amazing
3: feat. If this was the first one, I wouldn't care. But since like I'm so tired of it. If it were a pony, I'd be in. Cause then it would be like the first pony. Right? Right. It would
4: be a long race though. Yeah. <sighs>
3: like the little legs, seriously. Wait, oh. hold before so you go, Kevin. This before, will count.
4: Hold <laughs> up before you go. So that's tomorrow, <laughs> noon to six and free parking at gate six. So Excellent. I'll be down there. So come on All down right. and say hi. And that's what's happening. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. The SoCal helpful
10: Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Stryker. Uh, By the way, broadcasting live from Las Vegas today from 4 to 7 p.m. He's going to broadcast from the Palms Casino and Resort in Las Vegas. And he's going to be joined by some special guests. That's just just trouble. So check that
12: out. That is trouble. (laughs) Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday morning guys thought I was being mean when I suggested maybe a lock on the studio door. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right?
10: Don't bogart that joint my friend
0: Pass it over to
3: me. I'm Kat Corbett and I'd like to turn you on. (laughs)
9: Don't bogart that that joint my friend
10: Pass it over to me. Tiny little package.
9: (laughs) Roll I'm
12: sorry.
5: The question again, Dave?
9: This one seems to be about to quit.
2: Big thick. And I need another hit.
1: Well, let me tell you that you're right about if you say good, you're right because this is the world of inflatables. Give yourselves a nice round of applause, everybody. Rest and peace. <laughs> All right, guys.
12: Let's let's end strong. What do you say? Let's power on out of here.
9: They're so evil. Just please, God, free us from them. They're drunk on our children's blood, for God's sake. Okay, I'm going to stop right now.
13: That
7: was humor, Mother.
8: I know, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love laughing and laughter.
2: Oh. Yes, we all do, but enough chit chat.
8: USA, USA! USA!
2: USA! Dilly Dilly! Dilly Dilly!